Welcome to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're passionate about helping you restore your metabolism for confidence, energy, and fat loss without giving up the foods you love. We're your hosts, Josh and Brittany. Listen for simple, easy-to-follow tips and strategies that you can start implementing today to get long-term results. We're so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, This is a very important one. I feel like it's when to stop trying to lose weight. A lot of people come to us for weight loss advice. Maybe they're trying to build muscle too, but they they want to lose body fat percentage, see that number go down. Um, But there are some signs that maybe you should have a different goal. Maybe mm-hmm. you should just focus on building strength. Maybe you should focus on trying to improve your relationship with food. But what are those signs is really what I want to talk about today. All right. So the first one, first sign that I see quite often is your deficit calories are well below the TDE recommendations. And when I say TDE recommendations, there's a lot of like calculators out there. We have one on our website. There's very famous ones out there. They give a general average of what someone at a certain weight and body fat percentage should eat at. They also give some recommendations like, hey, this is what a um, a cut, a, a caloric deficit would be like for you. It's usually just like 500 calories lower than what your maintenance is. But if you find your maintenance calories are well below what they would even recommend for a cut, that may be a sign you need to stop trying to lose weight. Yeah, that's a pretty big sign. And we actually see this, which is surprising to me, we see this a lot with men who are coming in at 180, 200, over 200 pounds, and they're used to eating 2,000 calories a day. And I'm shocked because I'm trying to get them in a deficit, and I'm assuming that 24, 2,500 calories a day is going to be a pretty big deficit for them. And what we see is they're used to eating a lot less because they've been trying to lose weight for so long. Mm-hmm. Very common with men and women. Yeah. And, and the right, the, the, the best next step is let's maybe shift our focus a little. Let's shift our focus maybe more on strength training, trying to build that, that engine, that cardiovascular engine. And as we start seeing the body just adjust to a healthier, more athletic lifestyle, we start seeing their overall metabolic output increase, which gives us more room to create that calorie deficit because that's what that's the issue we kind of run into is if you're only eating 2,000 calories a day and you're 200 pounds, I'm going to want you at 1,600, 1,500, and that's just not a lot of food. No. <laughs> so it's just having that approach is or that, that that is a good sign that maybe we should shift our focus for six to twelve months. And I know this is so hard to hear because your goal is to lose weight. You want to lose weight. However, that goal is making it harder for you to lose weight. So making some adjustments may be necessary. The second one is when your weight loss plateaus and you can't even fathom about going deeper into a deficit. Again, I I just feel like there's some people who are at 1,700 calories, 1,800 calories, and they're like, I'm not losing weight fast enough, but there's no way I I can go to 1,500 or 1,600 to create a bigger deficit. 
that's a sign that maybe we need to go the other direction to kind of focus on becoming more athletic, becoming stronger. And a lot of times this happens because you're trying so hard to be into into a deficit and then you end up going over your calories by the end of the night or Mm -hmm. the weekend. So by allowing yourself to stop trying to lose the weight and increasing your calories, you may end up accidentally consuming less overall and it may actually allow you to be more adherent in the long run. Yeah. And we see that a lot with the uh, 80-20 approach too, where we say like, oh, as long as 80% of your meals are like on target, you're going to be great. However, if those 20% is 3,000 calories, 4,000 calories and so (laughs) far off that it completely negates any caloric deficit that you created then it could potentially cause you to gain weight. It's Yeah, you could potentially gain weight. And that's what we can, tend to see with the people who are like, they're at the bottom of the barrel. They cannot physically go lower with their calories. It's because maybe we've been focused on it too long. Let's take another direction. Again, not what they want to hear, <laughs> but in the long term, you're going to benefit. Yeah, and I actually see this more than metabolic adaptation. Yeah. It's, it's just... We see both. We but. see both. It's, and I think it comes back to people underestimate how much a caloric deficit increases your stress. We already live in a very high stress environment. So creating caloric deficit creates a little bit more stress, which then your release to that stress is often food and you're trying to comfort yourself That's where your 3,000 calories are coming in every single week because you're trying to balance out the additional stress you're putting on your body. Um, The other place where we see stress just taking a hit on is on our sex drive. (laughs) So if you don't have a sex drive, you may not be fueling yourself appropriately. And so we see a lot in our environment where where testosterone is really low among younger younger guys and some of this has to do with they're so like body focused there's so much body dysmorphia in our society that they're trying to cut weight they're trying to lose pounds just to have that aesthetic physique and their testosterone then is taking the hit um we see that with women too oh yeah we see this with women so frequently, just the stress of wanting to lose weight and trying so hard to be on a diet and to keep up with exercise and juggling all the things that life throws at you can often just tank your hormones and make it make you reach a point where you really just need to stop trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And the fourth one is when you can't stop thinking about food and you feel like it's controlling you, not the other way around where you're not in control, you feel comfortable because there is a way to be in a caloric deficit and feel fine, feel energized. But if you don't feel energized, you're constantly looking at cooking shows because you're just (laughs) salivating at the cooking show. If you're online and you're looking at pictures of social media of food that you're just drooling over, you should probably take a step back. (laughs) What the ironic or I guess most frustrating part of this is when you're so food focused and maybe you linger on that Instagram picture a little bit longer because it's a food that you want in your life, the algorithm is going to put that food in front of you even more because you just (laughs) taught it that you want to see more food pictures. So it's just like another thing where if you become too food focused, you're just going to start seeing it more and more. And that is a sign that maybe you need to have a different focus 
on Mm -hmm. for your next pursuit in terms of overall health. Yeah. When you start dreading social events with your friends, because you just don't know how you're going to be able to say no to the food. When you can't stop thinking about that cheat meal, that's still six days away that you're Mm -hmm. planning on when those things are overtaking your mind and start to control you versus you being in control of it, Mm -hmm. then you should probably stop. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to tell people like, hey, you just need to stop losing weight. Like, <laughs> what should they then focus on? They should focus on feeling better and building strength and reducing the stress in their lives so they can get to a place where they are able to lose weight sustainably and healthily. Good. Yeah. And what does that look like? Like, what are the things food related, maybe exercise related, stress related? Like, what are some metrics of success or guide rails that we'd want to give people to do that. I mean, maybe it's something as simple as fueling yourself with enough protein through the day. It's starting your day with a proper breakfast and fueling yourself with the correct food. Maybe it's starting your day with a workout of strength training and giving your metabolism the boost that it needs and your brain that little, those little bit of the hormones to help you have the energy for your day. Yeah. And what is probably going to happen during this process of transitioning from like losing weight, becoming food focused to, I want to build strength. I want to heal my body from all the damage that it's done because I've been so food focused. I've put so much stress in my body. I'm holding on to so much stress is you're probably going to eat a little bit more as you should to find out what that new maintenance level is. You're probably going to also gain a little bit of weight and (laughs) that's okay because your body needs to readjust and you're going to have days where you're two to three, four to five, even 10 pounds heavier. That's okay. Allow a little bit of fluctuation to the point where now you feel great. You feel like you have more energy to be more athletic to be stronger. And once we can get you to out of the mindset, I just need to lose weight, then we can start then focusing on losing weight. It's almost like I need you to get out of that perspective to put you right back into that perspective because that perspective is actually doing more harm than good. Yeah. All right. So again, it's hard to hear. I get it. It's hard to hear that sometimes when you're frustrated about not losing weight, that the problem is that you're too focused on losing weight, but long-term, and that's what we're about is long-term results. We all, as coaches, are working ourselves out of a job. That is our number one focus. So if you want to be healthy 10 years from now, this is the right approach. Get out of being food-focused. Look at more of a long-term approach. You at 90, you at 80, you running around with your kids at 60, 70, whatever that may be, The approach that's going to get you there is to transition out from only being food focused if you fall in any of these categories. And if you look back into your back into your life for the past five, maybe even 10 years, where would you be now had you taken that sustainable approach Mm -hmm. versus jumping into one diet or a juice cleanse here or maybe trying a personal trainer here or maybe joining this this gym, these group workout classes here, and then just 
trying so hard and going all in and then just giving it all up? What if you had try, tried a sustainable approach and worked on improving your relationship with your food, with food, worked on just being healthy and getting stronger and just taking things so slowly that entire duration, where would you be now mm-hmm. had you taken that approach five years ago, 10 yeah. years ago? And the other thing which always surprises me, they say that the weight loss industry is a $30 billion industry. And, but... Most people, I think, end up spending, let's say if we average it out with all the people who are trying to diet, it's like 500 to to $1,000 a year. If that in that five-year scenario, you've spent thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars when a coach at a fraction of that price could have solved it and saved you all that money. Because mm-hmm. it's not a juice cleanse. It's not a certain supplement. A quick fix is not going to get you what you want in the end. Correct. Yeah. All right. I'm going to, we're going to finish with that one. Okay. I, like that was, that's, that's exactly what we needed. All right. Stay pretty healthy. Stay pretty healthy. If you know you're ready to lose weight and build muscle while simultaneously improving your relationship with food, but would love some additional support, we're here to help you. We know that dieting too strictly for too long can slow your metabolism and we can help you restore it with our proven PHF method. We've helped hundreds of others reach their physique and health goals without having to give up the foods they love or constantly being on a diet. And we'd love to help you too. Fill out the obligation-free application in the show notes or at prettyhealthycoaching.com.